and welcome to What a Scream, the horror movie podcast where I, your host, Tigraine, chats with a special guest every week about movies that have to do with a certain theme or genre that I've previously randomly chosen. So this week it is all about modern technology being used in horror films. Um, sometimes it's a great device to use because as modern te- technology develops, sometimes it can seem uncontrollable and scary um much like you know the internet developing and then becoming the dark web i don't know about anyone else i'm terrified by the dark web um films that kind of use modern technology as a theme device um especially one of the films we're going to talk about um it usually is most effective when people are kind of forced to use this uh, technology because of certain outside influences. And so it can really create fears that we didn't even know we had. Um, so yes, I'm super excited about this week's episode. My special guest is Kathleen Natea, and together we will be chatting about two films, both from 2020. We are going to be chatting about Follow Me, directed by Will Wernick, and we are also chatting about number one hit of 2020, Host, um, directed by Rob Savage. Uh, so I hope you enjoy this week's episode um and here it is great so i would like to welcome to water screen for the very first time kathleen natea how are you i'm okay thank you for having me thank you so much for coming on um would you like to give a, a brief introduction about yourself and what you do sure so i'm a speculative fiction writer so i write horror sci-fi fantasy all those sorts of things um, I'm also a podcast producer and host. I created and co-host with my brother the podcast Loud in the Theater, where we talk about all things horror, sci-fi, fantasy, in movies, TV, comic books, mm-hmm. all that stuff. And um, yeah, I think that's... Oh, and I'm also a freelance editor. So if you're writing a book, script, whatever, you know, let me know and I can edit that for you (laughs) (laughs) that's great um so how did you get into horror and do you remember the first horror film you ever saw I don't remember the first horror film because I feel like I probably saw my first horror film before I could talk oh god (laughs) yeah um my mom introduced me to horror she is like a super horror fanatic Mm -hmm. and so my brother and I we were like baby she would like take us to the movie theater and we would all go see a horror movie yeah. or she would rent some movies uh for the weekend we had a family movie night every friday and we would each get to pick a movie and my mom would pick a horror my brother would pick a horror and then i'd pick a cartoon Aww. because i knew <laughs> i was like i know i'm gonna need to recover <laughs> from all scary creepy things Aww. and so i'll pick a cartoon and so i don't know what my first horror movie was it was probably like Freddy Krueger, Nightmare on Elm Street, mm-hmm. or no, it couldn't have been Chucky movies because those came out a little bit later. I'm thinking it was probably um, either Hellraiser, okay, the first one, or Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, and like this is kind of the same as with a lot of horror fans. A lot of them are introduced like super early, um, especially if they've got parents who are into it. Do you think it had any sort of effect on you um, as to the adult you became? Oh, yeah, I'm a total weirdo. 
Oh yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I'm a total freaking weirdo and I blame my mom for that one. A hundred percent. It's her fault. Yeah. I remember um, once uh, in the middle of the day, it was like in the summertime and I had all my blinds drawn and lights off and I was doing a horror movie marathon on like a Wednesday afternoon Mm -hmm. and this guy friend came over and he's like are you this is seriously what you're doing in the middle of the day I'm like what's the big deal a couple of scary flicks no big deal yeah yeah. it is it's so relaxing like the other day I was chatting to someone about what I do and I was like oh you know I'm a horror movie critic I have a podcast about horror movies um you know I watch at least perhaps two horror movies a day and they're like what do you watch to relax and I'm like horror (laughs) that's what relaxes me is horror (laughs) I mean it's just like a good way to like get your adrenaline I actually watch cartoons to relax Mm -hmm. me I'm not gonna lie because they're mindless and I don't need to think but horror movies are like a good way to like remember that you feel things (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah I can be scared yeah okay now I feel great and it's not real and fine but it's like I need that feeling sometimes I crave scared yeah if that makes any sense exactly (laughs) like and I definitely think that's especially with horror fans as well we're always looking for that scare and Mm -hmm. you know it's constantly like okay this film people are saying is the new exorcist or it's like the scariest horror film ever and like mm-hmm. personally I'm always looking to be scared um it's yes. very hard to do so but that is like that is my kind of you know the the gate at which yeah. I said it is like am I going to be scared stiff and I enjoy that feeling yeah same I, I look for it and I'm disappointed when I watch a movie and I'm like, it didn't scare me at yeah. all. I was like, perfectly fine the whole time. Exactly. <laughs> I'm so disappointed by yeah. it. <laughs> um, so let's get on to our uh, subject of the week, which is modern technology. Now, how did you feel when I first kind of broached you with this subject? I was excited because I don't typically watch horror movies that incorporate modern technology mm-hmm. because I expect them to be terrible. Yeah. And I'm like... <laughs> not gonna be good modern horror doesn't really do for me what I need to be done Mm -hmm. and so I'm like "Eh, I'm gonna avoid all that but then I I was kind of excited like let's see this could be a good challenge to find something that could like really scare me let's see what happens so yeah I always think it's interesting to see horror movies move with the times and I kind of think Mm -hmm. that because of the world we live in where you know it is all online and it is a lot of our communication mm-hmm. and uh, the way we kind of socialize, it is right. online. So, of course, it's like a natural progression. Uh, but like mm-hmm. yourself, I am a w- bit weary of it because I've seen a lot of horror films with like modern technology and they just fall flat. Um, yeah. But I think, I think it's starting to get its feet now, modern technology horror. I really mm-hmm. think it's starting to to pick up pace which is really good um so did you want to introduce the film that you chose and give us a brief synopsis about it please sure so i picked a movie called follow me but i'm not quite sure what the title is i'm going to right it's got a couple of titles (laughs) right i i clicked on it and then it said it no escape and so i was like i don't know it could either be follow me or no escape um directed by will warnick and it's pretty much about a YouTuber who is incredibly popular, millions of subscribers, and he challenged his followers to like really scare him. 
um, years ago and no one could, ever could. And so on his 10 year anniversary, um, his friends uh, take him to a, um, what, are they, what are they called? Um, escape room yeah. type of thing in Russia. Mm -hmm. And it turns out to not be what he expected. It turns out to be a bit more um, terror <laughs> than he thought it would be. <laughs> And he has to uh, solve a bunch of puzzles mm -hmm. to save the lives of his friends. Um, it gave me a feeling of like hostile. Right. And, yeah. Yeah. Mixed with April Fool's Day mm -hmm. because of the ending, which was just a huge disappointment. Yeah. I kind of predicted it like halfway through. Yeah. <laughs> I predicted like... it in the first 10 minutes when they were like, we're going to escape room. I was like, I know what the ending's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think I wanted to believe that that wouldn't be the case mm -hmm. and then there was a point halfway through I was like it's definitely not real <laughs> I was like, this is <laughs> and I kept on hoping I was like maybe yeah maybe yeah there really will be everyone's dead yeah. but you know yeah yeah um, so, yeah that's the, the gist of it I definitely got the hostile vibes as well like mm -hmm. you know it's set in like eastern Europe you know a place mm -hmm. where the guy is kind of portrayed as this basically ignorant American going over to another yes. country being all kind of yes. like, you know. Um, do you think that setting was necessary for this film? Absolutely not. <laughs> they could have done the same thing right here in American soil. There was no need for him to go to Russia. I think that it was just... It was kind of a low blow, kind of mm. like, to, or, or what is it called? Um, low hanging fruit. Yeah. Because it's like there's already this um, negative connotation with Russia mm -hmm. of being like this wild place where no one has emotions and they'll just chop you up yeah. and <laughs> won't even think about it. And so it was easy to pretend like we went to Russia and they don't value human life at all. It's like, I don't know if that's actually true of russia yeah. <laughs> i don't know that i mean there's plenty of non-valuing of human life right here in america exactly they could have done it. <laughs> right <laughs> no need to go to russia for that like especially <laughs> when you think of when hostel came out it was just after 9 11 and there was this whole fear right. of like other countries and people from you know yes. non-american countries mm -hmm. so this felt really out of place um mm -hmm. for things um yeah. and yeah, it just felt a bit weird. Um, what did you think of, like, the use of technology in this? I was really disappointed because I wanted to see more um, more of it. It was a lot in the beginning, and it really gave this idea of, like, vloggers and YouTubers being really annoying and lacking self-awareness at all. <laughs> just, like, forcing everyone around them to be a part of their stupid vlogs, and he's going live every few minutes, and his girlfriend almost gets kidnapped and he's just like, his name's Cole. And he's just like, Oh my God, I hope we got it on video. And she's looking at him like, dude, they almost murdered me. What's wrong with you? <laughs> it's like, come on, dude. Like, I don't know. I wish it was more, there was a whole section of the movie where we never saw the vlogging and how the viewers were experiencing what was happening in the escape rooms. And I wish we would have seen that as well. <laughs> Um, so yeah, it definitely has this, like, as you said, low blows towards like non-Americans and also low blows to, mm -hmm. I guess what they're trying to portray as like maybe millennials or Gen Xers, like, you know, who are like just obsessed sure. with like social media, et cetera, et cetera. But like, 
they yeah they just portray the internet generation as real like callous and real like oh i don't care about anything except this it's not like that at all it's just i always find it really really weird when they choose to portray a certain generation that way um yes do you think that that kind of portrayal took away from the story and the film i don't know i feel like it was necessary because you can see with the first few puzzles where he wasn't taking it serious Mm -hmm. because he's like whatever it's just a game and we're vlogging oh it's all fun and i think they needed us to really believe that he was struggling with this whole because there were moments where you could see him the main character cole being kind of like maybe i vlog too much or maybe Mm -hmm. i give too much time and attention to this and so and i'm not taking life seriously enough and Mm -hmm. so i think they were trying to play on that with him specifically but it was definitely this idea of that all vloggers and all people who live their lives in the internet are that way yeah and it i that's just that's not true it can't be true i refuse to believe that that is true yeah so the theme that i got from this is that um kind of what you see on social media what you see out in this world online etc isn't always what it seems that was kind of like the main theme I got from it what about you the theme I took from that was be careful um what you share and how you share Mm -hmm. life because um he shares so much to where he accidentally shares him murdering someone. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's like, <laughs> and, and I'm like, I feel like their whole message was be careful with, you know, not taking life seriously mm. enough and putting everything on the internet. Yeah. You never know what you might actually share and, you know, ruin your life or something like that. Yeah. And it was just, I don't know. <laughs> was just like, I don't know if anyone would ever accidentally murder someone <laughs> online. If, if like, I just, like, I can't see that happening. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Not accidentally. <laughs> um, so would you recommend uh, Follow Me slash Escape, no Escape, whatever it's called, would you recommend it to who horror knows? fans? Yeah, who knows? I don't know. It depends on what you're into. If you're into, because it didn't give me horror as much as I wanted it to be mm. horror. It definitely was more thriller in my mind. Yeah. And I think it depends on the person. If I feel like you don't have the stomach for, you know, real horror, mm. I might send you this way. Yeah. Because it has kind of an okay ending where everybody's okay no one's dead don't worry about it and so i think (laughs) i would recommend it yeah (laughs) for that reason and if you're someone who just likes you know the hostels and Mm. the what's the one with the little doll on the bike oh so so there we go i can never remember (laughs) or you like saw or you know the final destination Mm -hmm. types this would be a good fit for you yeah i don't know that i would ever watch it again though yeah same (laughs) um yeah i like you said for like horror light kind of you know Mm -hmm. like if you yeah if you watch stuff like escape room which is a new thing that's coming out recently um then sure yeah go for it for more kind of hardcore horror fans and people that really know the genre i i couldn't see them being too interested in it yeah (laughs) unfortunately um so the film that i chose um was uh, a film called host which was a 2020 british supernatural horror film um and 
it came out during the pandemic and so it was all shot over zoom um mm-hmm. so it came out at like exactly the right time just when people yes. were having to use zoom for socializing with their friends for work etc and it came out mm-hmm. just perfectly perfect timing mm-hmm. and it's a situational horror that it's kind of like Jaws. It made people scared to go in the water. This is going to make people freaked <laughs> out to go on Zoom. <laughs> um, I agree. Right. So the, the short synopsis of it is that while under quarantine, um, these group of friends decide to do a Zoom call and hold a seance over it with a, a medium. Um And before they go on, they're told to take this very seriously, respect the spirits. But of course, they don't. Mm. And one of the friends um, makes up this story about this guy that hung himself in in her school and she can see his spirit and blah, 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 blah. And this um, creates a fake, a false spirit, basically a demon. um, And it attacks them and picks them off one by one. for me personally, I love host. I've seen it four times and it still scares the crap out of me. Um, it still really? makes me jump. Yeah. Every time. <laughs> what about you? Did you like host? I really like this movie. I did not have high expectations mm-hmm. because I'm like, zoom, how <laughs> scary can it be? But it had some really good creepy moments. Mm-hmm. The atmosphere, they were huge. Um, lengths of time where everything was silent and yeah. we were just like creeping around corners hoping you know do we see something yeah. is there something there? I thought that was done beautifully it was really surprisingly good it yeah. was really good yeah yeah and there was like these little moments of pure terror that like I've thought about as well like you know with the filters one of the girls she's like mm-hmm. obsessed with using the filters and then at one point there's just this face floating and it's yes oh. in her room yeah that gets me every time that was a great moment yeah. <laughs> that was a great moment i'm like why are you standing there run away girl <laughs> run run girl run <laughs> what did you think of the obviously it was done because of constraints with lockdown and the right. pandemic but what did you think of the use of zoom because obviously we've had computer screen horrors we've had friend requests Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. i know there's another one that has friend in the title and i can't remember what it is yeah um Um, unfriend me i believe that's it yeah yeah um but what did you think of the zoom setting i've completely forgot that this was going to be on zoom Mm -hmm. i thought it was gonna i thought they were gonna make up like a fake zoom yeah to like record and so when it started i was like oh my god did i accidentally start a zoom (laughs) meeting i was like Oh my god what's going on and then, and then i was like oh wait this is the movie and um i thought it did i thought it was a good choice because like you said everyone is using zoom now um and during the pandemic it was the only way a lot of people yeah. had to like connect family friends i have had so many girls nights over zoom yeah, that were similar to this where we're all just laughing and giggling yeah. on zoom and so i was like oh, this is going to really scare some people for sure because next time they're in a Zoom meeting, they're going to be looking behind them at that open door behind them or every sound they hear or if they see something in someone else's background because it has definitely happened where I'm watching someone else and I see something behind them and I'm like, what the heck was that? What's going on back there? And so, yeah, it's going to have 
impact definitely <laughs> yeah sure. yeah um and it's actually so you know how every year at halloween um i don't know who it is it's someone in america some company in america get people to do a social experiment where they sit people down and they get them to watch loads of horror films and they hook them up to heart monitors and whatever film gets their heart going the most is ranked the scariest horror film ever okay so for the past Ooh. couple of years it's been sinister that's been number one and host Ooh. knocked it off its top spot last year and now host really? is the scariest horror film ever according to science hmm. mm. i can believe it yeah Definitely. i think i think this is a pretty hard-hitting horror because it it does a good job of having jump scares mm. it uses sound and the absence of sound it uses you know the dark where you can't really see what's coming but you know something's coming it, I think this could definitely, it makes sense to me that it would knock Sinister out because Sinister terrified me. <laughs> that movie completely terrified me. And so it makes sense because there were definitely moments of this where I was like, I cannot look at the screen. Yeah, The tension is too much. I know something is about to come out mm. and I can't look i have yeah. to like look sideways at yeah. it because I'm like, yeah. i can't look all the way on yeah. Like, <laughs> so yeah seriously four times i've seen host now and every time there's like moments where i look at the corner of the screen so i'm like i can't watch i can't watch i know yeah. something's coming <laughs> but i can't watch <laughs> yes like you can feel that tension building up yeah. and you're like she's walking down a dark hallway yeah. and the I can't. Yeah. I just need to look away yeah. because whatever's about to happen, I can't take it. And I also think they did a great job of like letting us see what the monster creature was mm -hmm. without it being, I don't know, like, I want to say cliche yeah. or corny in a way. Um, for example, when the guy is like in looking around and yeah. his camera falls and we get a quick flash of it and then he picks it up. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't even know if the character saw what we yeah. saw as the viewer and I was like that was an amazing moment to just have it pop in yeah. and pop out and so it didn't scare you in that moment because it was so quick but you're like what was that yeah <laughs> that's what's chasing them holy crap yeah. so yeah yeah I, yeah and it's, really it's literally such like a split second like you said and also the character design of the demon it's just like mm -hmm. I'm the the actor who plays the character. I think his name's James Swanson, and he's like very tall and lanky, all limbs, mm -hmm. and it's just him kind of <laughs> curled up, and he's just looking at the camera and you know going rah. He looks so tiny <laughs> in that moment. It's because he's all like fetal positions. Yeah, hands um, are like all around. <laughs> oh man, um, but huh. it is so effective and it is downright terrifying. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. absolutely yeah, terrifying it, it was great i kind of wanted to rewind that moment i was like oh, did i see what i think i saw and i was like that had to be it it was a demon i saw it <laughs> really great moment right. i loved it i always feel yeah. like the best horror comes out of constraints and like mm -hmm. you know whether it's budget constraints like the blair witch project or whether mm -hmm. it's situational constraints like host being filmed in a pandemic it just seems like absolutely movie makers their creativity is really pushed to kind of yes. bloom in these situations and i think that comes across really well in host yeah i agree i'm my brother and i did a comparison episode of our podcast comparing the original nightmare on elm street mm -hmm. to the remake 
And we both agreed that the original was so much better because they didn't have the budget yeah. to do um, a lot of special effects and makeup. And so they really had to get creative yeah. with the things that they did. And that made it so much more scary. Exactly. Um, yeah. And, and you could tell that with Host, they were so limited in what they could do and how they can make things happen. And so they really had to push their creativity with making things creepy using mm -hmm. the atmosphere making sure to use the cameras properly and what the audience was seeing versus what the characters are seeing mm -hmm. and yeah they did a great job exactly so would you recommend host to horror fans absolutely oh yeah i always say if i would recommend it to my brother because he is the ultimate horror mm -hmm. fan he used to watch um what are those movies i can't remember what they're called but they're like these weird snuff kind of films <laughs> where they're like people it was before you could go on the internet and like look up the scariest mm -hmm. darkest creepiest things and so they used to have these vhs oh video nasties or dvds yeah, yeah where it was like short clips of horrible things that have been happening in the world yeah. and somebody getting murdered somewhere in like a group and it's like oh, someone just like, happened to be filming um, it um oh, what was it called the faces of death Yes, yeah. Faces of Death. Yeah. He used to watch those. And so if this, I think this would be something that he would be like, oh yeah, that was really yeah. scary. So I think I would recommend it to my brother. So yeah. that for me, that means it's a it's a good one. It's a good yeah. one, yeah. Five out of five stars for me. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely one of the best modern horror films I've seen in a long, yeah. long time. Um, yes. Yeah, I'm really excited. They have a new film coming out very soon as well called Dashcam, which again... Oh. Um, uses modern technology um, mm. in the, the thing of a dash cam on a vehicle. So I'm really looking forward to seeing that and seeing oh. what they do with this and whether this is going to be like a running theme in their films. Um, uh, yeah, so the director is Rob Savage. The producers and writers are him, Jed Shepard and Gemma Hurley. So I'm really, I think they've got a bit of a, a thing going on at the moment. So I'm really excited to see where it goes or whether this is going to be like yeah. a continuous, whether it's even going to be like a series of films. I think that would be great. I think that would be great. Yeah. yeah. That would be amazing yeah. to do and just keep pushing the limits of what they can do with the technology. They did a great job with the use yeah. of technology. In this. It was the entire time, mm. everything is done via Zoom. Yeah. There's no point where you're like actually in the room with yeah. the character. You're always watching through the camera yeah. lens. And I thought that was great. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. out of the two films, I, I think I kind of know your answer, but out of the two films, which one would you recommend over the other? Oh, definitely host. Mm -hmm. Definitely. <laughs> 100% it would be host. Yeah, without a doubt. Um, yeah. And what do you think would make um what would you like to see in horror using modern technology like what form of technology would you like to see used next i definitely think we need to be doing a lot more with our phones okay There's, with the smartphone technology i think there needs to be more done with that yeah and i definitely want to see especially with this whole facebook metaverse mm. thing i want to see some more like some virtual stuff okay happening in the virtual world of like what happens there kind yeah. of like um if we could have a nightmare on elm street but in the virtual world what happens and there's a, a killer hunting you in the virtual world and if he gets you there you die in real life type yeah. of thing i think we should have some stuff like that happening yeah, so, yeah. that would I'm be excited good. to see what comes next Definitely, <laughs> especially yeah. host host had me like oh my god it's possible yeah <laughs> right <laughs> 
Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I definitely agree with you there. I definitely think the, apart from like, you know what I wish? I wish there was more dark web themed horror that was good mm. dark web themed horror that kind of fed into what you were saying about like smartphones and that kind of thing. Um, uh, I definitely would like to see, because there has been like, um, oh, what was, there was a dark web horror, but it, it wasn't great. It was a bit pants. Um, I wonder what, <laughs> I probably didn't hear of it. I don't remember a dark web horror. It might have been. You know what it might have been? It might have been unfriended. Uh, yes, it was. Oh. It was unfriended dark web. Um, oh, oh, okay. Yeah, that's like the sequel. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it wasn't any good, so don't rush out to see it. <laughs> but I definitely, like, the dark web scares me. That is one thing that I am petrified yeah. of, like, in real I life. I agree. And I just want to see that utilized really, really well in a horror. Yeah, I think the problem is is that anyone who uses it will really go to the snuff film route yeah, that's really instead true. of using it in a really more creepy way. Yeah. And so I think it'll lose the the real creepy elements of it once they go to dark web. I think if you can find someone to do it right, mm-hmm. um, it could definitely be done. Yeah. yeah. I mean, have you ever I, I'm always terrified of the dark. Right. I'm like I'm I'm logging on the internet and I'm like Please don't let me accidentally type the wrong yeah. thing and end up in the wrong like right. <laughs> website um, or chat room. Have you seen those videos? They're like unboxing videos and people order mystery boxes from the dark web and they get all this random shit. Have you seen this online? No. Okay, look it up on YouTube. So people ordering mystery boxes off the dark web and they get these things. I've seen like, mystery boxes, but the dark web, that's, mm. why would you? But that is such a good premise for a horror film, like someone getting a weird box off the dark web, and it it really is. Yeah, I so I like to listen to horror podcasts as well. Yeah, and I listened to one where there was a guy who just met a guy somewhere who's like, "Hey, can can you do me a favor? I'm gonna have a box delivered to you. I just mm. need you to watch that box until I can come pick it up." and he delivers the box and it looks like a regular box. He says it's like a coffin shaped thing. Yeah. Or like it's the size of like a coffin. Right. And at first he's not paying it any mind. It's just sitting in his apartment. Then he can start hearing scratching from the inside yeah. of it. Like something's trying to get out. And then after a while, he keeps having the urge to open it, but he does not want to open it. He's like, yeah. I don't want to know what's in there, but he will like find himself waking up in the middle of the night, just standing over it with the key about to open it yeah. and so he comes up with a plan to keep himself from opening he freezes the key in a block of ice okay. in his refrigerator in his freezer so he's like he would have to thaw that out to get it open and there's no way he can thaw it out before he wakes up so he manages to never open it and when the guy comes to pick it up the guy's kind of disappointed he's like thanks for watching it all right thanks and he goes into the kitchen and the guy that's picking it up he hears him unlocking and he hears him screaming bloody murder just screaming and when he goes back into his living room the guy's gone and the box is back closed and locked and these two delivery guys come in they pick it up and they just walk out with it and the entire time i'm listening to this i'm like oh my god this is so terrifying that would be a perfect concept for a dark web mystery box of like you open it and something comes out (laughs) even you narrating it right there actually sent shivers down my spine i was like no no absolutely not (laughs) it was so good and i'm like why would you just take a random box because the guy's like i'll pay you he offered to pay him an astronomical amount of money 
just to babysit this box. And the guy needed the money. And so he took it. And he was like, he found out years later that the building he was living in, while he had that box, he was the only tenant in the entire building. Nope. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead. I'm out. <laughs> I'm telling you, horror podcast, audio horror is a different level of horror I th- because you are really in it. Yeah, I can imagine. And like, so I listen to true crime podcasts to help me sleep, but I can imagine like... True crime to help you sleep? Yeah. What? I'm a weirdo. It's just, it's so relaxing. It's so relaxing. <laughs> I just... I will say the way people speak on true crime podcasts, it's very soothing. They're very like... And then yeah. she walked into the room and there was no one left. It's like, and there were body parts everywhere. And the killer yes. had gouged her eyeballs out. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. I could never listen to true crime yeah. to go to sleep because I immediately start, because true crime is too real. And I immediately mm-hmm. start thinking, oh my God. How would I fight this killer if they came after me right now? What are my plans to keep alive? That's why to listen to it so you can build up yes. these plans. Like, okay, this works, this didn't work. Okay. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that is exactly why I listen to True Crime. Yeah. I need to know two things, how to survive the killer mm-hmm. and how to not get caught. Exactly, exactly. Just in case. You never know. Put it in your back <laughs> pocket, keep it for later. Yep, yep. <laughs> Um, so just before we end the podcast I always like to ask my guests what is your favorite horror film man this is a hard one it's a loaded one yeah my favorite horror so I recently saw I can't remember the name of it it's a movie I saw on Hulu Mm -hmm. with a father and his two daughters that go camping um, to spread their mother's ashes after she passed away so they went to like their favorite campsite and these like creatures start hunting them. Okay. And I really loved that movie because it was so scary. Yeah. And even though there were a little few plot holes that were like, uh, I could do without, it was still really good yeah. and really scary. And I have to say, if I'm going to go with a classic, um the one of the original Nightmare on Elm Streets would definitely be it. Um because I was terrified of Freddy all through my childhood. <laughs> all through. I, I had nightmares about a Freddy up until I was an adult. <laughs> so, yeah. So that was my chat there with Kathleen about horror movies that utilize modern technology. We chatted about 2020's Follow Me, directed by Will Wernick, and also 2020's Host, directed by Rob Savage. Um I hope you liked our discussion. Um, And if you haven't seen these movies, go check them out. Let me know what you think. Um, We are on Facebook and Instagram at What A Scream Podcast. And you can also find me on Twitter at What Underscore Scream. Um, I hope everyone is doing well. I recently saw the new Scream movie um, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought it was great. Um, It was just you know, a heart back to what made the original Scream so great. And I really enjoyed it. Um, So yes, let me know what you thought of the new Scream. Uh, But no spoilers, please, if you're going to be posting publicly. Uh, So yeah, that's it. As always, I hope you are staying horrific and goodbye.